Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, let's get to work. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and live on ESPN Plus. Courtney Cronin, Amber Wilson sitting in with you on this Thursday morning. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests that join us the next two hours here on Greeny will come to us via the Goodyear hotline. We want you to be part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football bowl season is here and the fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. After making everyone wait for three months last summer, While he decided whether he was going to show up to training camp in Green Bay or not, Aaron Rodgers says he won't take long once the 2021 season is over to decide what he's doing next year. And that's where we start this morning. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Amber, Aaron Rodgers addressed his future yesterday. He said he's not going to drag things out for months and months. And it kind of makes me wonder just about where his head is at here sitting on the cusp of potentially the number one overall seed in the NFC. They're rolling down the stretch of the season. He's thrown 16 touchdowns to zero interceptions in his last five games. And Rodgers is feeling pretty good. Is he feeling good enough that he's going to want to stay in Green Bay after this season? I like that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to drag this thing out. I mean, a year ago, Aaron Rodgers called his future with the Packers a beautiful mystery. Remember that? And then ever since then, it's all we have been talking about. So his definition of dragging things out might be a little different than mine. But I have been maintaining since this past offseason that Aaron Rodgers is not leaving Green Bay. And I feel even more strongly about that conviction now in large part, Courtney, because I don't know where else he's going, where he's going to be more set up for a Super Bowl win than, frankly, he is in Green Bay. Obviously, the familiarity with that organization and the chemistry that he has with the players there, but you're talking about a player who's about to win, even if Jonathan Taylor deserves it this season, who's about to win a back-to-back MVP, right? And that is a Super Bowl contending team. A lot of people would easily call them the best team right now in the NFL. So you're telling me that you're going to win a back-to-back MVP and potentially a Super Bowl, and then you're going to leave that team? And why? So the only way that I see him leaving Green Bay is if he just honestly wants to live somewhere else, like just really wants to change the scenery. I felt like that all of this was about him wanting the organization to involve him in decisions, him wanting more power. And that's why I felt like he was never really serious about necessarily leaving the organization, but he was really trying to get them to move in the way that he wanted them to. It's like the, you know, the girlfriend or the boyfriend who threatens the breakup. (laughs) You know, like if you and don't never start, wants it. right. Like if you don't start, you know, picking your wet towels off the floor and hanging them up, I'm going to break up with you. And you actually have no intention of breaking up with that guy. You're just trying to get him to understand the serious nature of your request. That's what Aaron Rodgers felt like to me this whole time, this whole year that we've been doing this dance already. And now we're going to be doing it into this off season. I love an empty threat. Who doesn't love an empty threat? So from a beautiful mystery to I'm going to expedite the process, you all will know what my future will entail pretty soon after the 2021 season. Here's what Aaron Rodgers, Packers quarterback, had to say on Wednesday about his decision coming up in 2022. 
I'm just savoring this year, I think, as much as anything. I don't want to, it won't be something where I'll drag it out for months and months, have conversations with my loved ones after the season, with Brian and Mark and Russ and coaching staff, and then make a decision at some point. I'm not going to hold the team back from anything. And, And once I commit, and if it's committing to move forward here, it'll be a quick decision. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Amber Wilson sitting in for Greeny here on this Thursday. I thought that something was interesting there, and I want to get your opinion on this. When he's talking about the conversations that he will have this offseason and who they will be with, team president Mark Murphy, general manager Brian Gutekunst, uh, vice president of football operations Russ Ball, like at least those first two names, Murphy and Gutekunst, you know, they, they were, they were they, he went scorched earth on them this offseason. And I wonder, where do you think that relationship stands now? Did winning effectively cure all and just smooth everything over for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers front office during the 2021 season? Like, do you think that they're all on the same page now where he's going to be able to have less tense conversations and actually have conversations this offseason with them or want to have conversations with them? Well, we heard him unprompted praise Gutekunst uh, just a few weeks ago. It does seem like there has been a real shift there in terms of relationship and in terms of respect. We have talked a lot over the last few years about that organization not putting the right pieces around Aaron Rodgers. How could you draft a quarterback instead of more receivers? He needs more weapons. He needs more help. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. The reality is that they've done a pretty good job putting the right pieces around him. He's got a pretty darn good team, obviously, this season. We don't know the future of Devontae Adams. That has to be part of this conversation, and I'm sure that that may have an impact on how Aaron Rodgers continues to feel about that front office that you mentioned. But as of right now, anyways, it does feel like they have really repaired those relationships, probably because, yes, they have gone out there and they have won, and he is in a position to win back-to-back MVPs. Clearly, you don't do that in your elm. He obviously has help around him. But then also the restructuring of the deal this summer and then letting him out early and putting him in a position of power so he feels like all the chips are in his court, which is something that I think Aaron Rodgers really wants. I think Aaron Rodgers also really appreciates attention and fame, frankly, and loves us all having to talk about this over and over again. Uh, But at the end of the day, it does feel like there's been a shift there in those relationships, especially if they maintain Devontae Adams. We know those talks broke down about his extension uh, this last offseason. If they can get that done, and he said that his future isn't necessarily reliant on where Aaron Rodgers is, even though those guys will, of course, always be connected. If they were able to retain him in Green Bay, I think that goes a long way to talk talking Aaron Rodgers and to stay. That has to be your first priority then when the season ends, whether it's, you know, the first round of the, or maybe they don't play in the first round of the playoffs. Maybe they do get the overall number one seed. They've got the bye. No matter when the season ends, whether it's in the Super Bowl or before that, doesn't the first order of business have to be, hey, Devante, let's lock you up to a new deal so then we can present to Aaron Rodgers, hey, another thing we've done for you. You asked for the keys to the kingdom. Here you go. We just got you your receiver under contract long-term. Let's talk about getting you another deal here to stay long-term with us. So that, to me, seems like the first order of business before you have those talks with Aaron Rodgers. Do everything to can further entice him to want to stay in Green Bay. Well, and don't and so let's not pretend like Devontae Adams wouldn't also help out Jordan Love, right? So, I mean, from that perspective, that should be priority number one, because not only will it probably – 
uh, have an impact on what Aaron Rodgers does with his future. Absent, like I said, that Aaron Rodgers wants to do something crazy, like he didn't even take retirement off the table yesterday. If he wants to retire at the top, top, top pinnacle of his game um, in his late 30s, you know, I guess he could do that. Obviously, that would be for different reasons and have nothing to do with the presence of Devontae Adam or probably anybody else. That would just be like, hey, this is where I'm at in life. I want to go host Jeopardy and I'm getting married and I want to move on with my life into a different avenue. Uh, short of something like that or just really deeply desiring living outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin, then yeah, Devontae Adams might have an impact on Aaron Rodgers. But even if he doesn't, still getting Devontae Adams to stay in Green Bay would go a long way to the success of the next guy as well. There was talk this offseason that maybe Denver might be an option for Aaron Rodgers. And you've got to think of the other teams that need a quarterback next year or will soon be in the quarterback market next year. Teams like Pittsburgh, teams like the San Francisco 49ers, the aforementioned Denver Broncos. Who knows? Maybe the New Orleans Saints might try to make a call to get Aaron Rodgers down to the big easy. Either way, he says he's going to be making his decision rather quickly at the end of the 2021 season. That was a straight talk, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Coming up next, we dive into the latest with what's going on with Lamar Jackson's ankle and the Baltimore Ravens. This is Greeny, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Aaron Rodgers is the original Patrick Mahomes. We can't take watching greatness for granted. Aaron Rodgers, MVP, all that is great. Last two times we saw him in the NFC Championship game, we saw losses. And it's like this big drama series just to lose in the NFC Championship. Welcome back to Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, streaming live on ESPN Plus. Courtney Cronin, Amber Wilson, sitting in for Greeny on this Thursday morning. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests will join us on the Goodyear Hotline, and that's where we turn now, talking with Diana Russini, our ESPN NFL insider, joining us here on Greeny. Diana, real quick, before we jump into some football-y football, um, I have a New Year's Eve wedding that I have to go to tomorrow. Amber and I were talking off-air whether it's appropriate or the right thing to do to have weddings on holidays. I've done a 4th of July wedding, Memorial Day weekend, and now I've got this New Year's Eve wedding I have to go to. What's your stance on these? So when I was in my 20s, I hated them, and I thought it was rude and selfish that someone would think that I want to spend my holiday at your wedding. Uh, But now that I'm older and I'm bored with my social life, it gives me something to do. So 
like if if I had a New Year's Eve wedding like you did, I would think of it as, oh, my gosh, a plan. Like my husband and I can actually go out together and have fun because we won't do it otherwise. So I think it just depends on where you're at in your life. I need okay. to have set stuff. Otherwise, you know, I just I just sit home. But I remember when I was single, oh, my gosh, I could not stand. Do, I, I never went to them, actually. I would turn them down. So um, are you going to go? Oh, I'm going. It's a New Year's Eve wedding, and there's filet mignon sliders during the cocktail hour. Like, I can't pass that oh, up. But yeah. it does – it worries me about COVID and all things like that. But I'm ho- we were talking about this because I'm hosting KJM tomorrow, and I have to be up at 3 in the morning to start that. So at some point I need to get like a nap in in the afternoon. I don't think I'm making it to mi- till midnight, but I mean, who knows at this rate? Um, yeah, that's <laughs> but, a, but I'm, that's I'm with a you. long day. But as, as, as someone that had to cancel their 350 person wedding due to COVID, uh, and I did get married during all of this with, I don't know, I think there were eight people there, maybe nine. Um, yeah, the the big wedding thing is definitely a little scary right now, but have a couple cocktails and I, I, I maybe will calm your nerves a little. <laughs> I, I am all for that. This is Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Courtney Cronin and Amber Wilson here on Greeny. Amber thinks that Aaron Rodgers is a little bit of a drama queen, that all this stuff about I'm going to decide right after the season about what my future entails, that all signs are pointing for him going back to Green Bay or staying in Green Bay. I'm kind of on the fence. I think that maybe San Francisco might be an attractive destination for him. Maybe it's Denver. Maybe it's somewhere else. Where do you stand on Aaron Rodgers post-2021 and where he might land? Yeah, based on reading all the tea leaves here and seeing what happened in the offseason last year up to now, uh, I'm more in your camp court because I just think he isn't happy being where he is he's at I think it's been a long time I think he's looking for change I think he wants change even if the grass isn't going to be any greener on our on a different roster because I mean when you take a look at what he's doing what he has in Green Bay uh, I don't know why he'd want to leave because he has all the parts that 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 can help you win a Super Bowl um but yeah there's definitely a level of drama And, and it's funny I feel like just over the last two weeks a lot more people have been coming out openly calling it out. Um, you know, Rogers has done a really good job of, of holding grudges against people. So I think people have been afraid to, to, to say, look, this is getting ridiculous. Every week it's, it's something else about, about, you know, you being very broad about your future. If you want to be in Green Bay, just say you want to be in Green Bay. If you really love something that much, why not just say it? And, you know, this is going to come down to what the Packers are going to want to do. They're going to have to pay him a lot of money. They have cap issues. Um, I think him saying he's going to make a decision quick also makes me lean into believing that he wants to move on because he already knows in his mind. So I think also the fact that he's going to have such a quick response tells you that he knows what he's doing. To be clear, because apparently he does hold grudges. I did not actually use the term drama queen. I don't think on air. I may have absolutely <laughs> thought it, though, however, uh, because I do think no, Aaron Rodgers likes you. a little you attention. Have to, you have to clarify that, Amber. That was good that you clarified <laughs> that because that will be on the headline. I will go to Twitter later and they'll be like, can you believe what Amber said? She called Aaron Rodgers a drama queen. So, no, you did not say that. I did not say it. May have thought it. Did not say it. But, Diana... 
We're talking about a player who's about to win, it it appears so anyways, a back-to-back MVP. Can we really imagine a world where he does that and maybe he's obviously on a Super Bowl contending team and then he leaves? And and really, in terms of the MVP race, I am curious your opinion there. Is it a lock at this point for Aaron Rodgers? I'm not sure if it's a lock at this point. It's, it's, it looks, it's clear he's definitely the front runner, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I know the, all the different arguments, um, you know, for all the different other candidates right now, but he is the best quarterback right now playing at the best level. And, and, you know, we talk so much about what he's saying off the field right now, because that's become probably one of the biggest storylines this year, right? Is what he's been saying on the Pat McAfee show. It's kind of been something we are, we all are hearing and listening to every week because it's interesting and he is pretty open about every single topic imaginable you know but the fact that he's been able to do that manage that and go out every Sunday and play at the level he's playing at I think it is one of the more impressive things um you know I think a lot of people have wondered is this distracting Right. If you're a teammate of his and you're in his locker room, I've spoken to Packers players about it. Nobody cares what Aaron Rodgers is saying because of the level he's playing at at this point and the performance he's put together all season long. Um, So the fact that he's been able to sort of do something that I don't think we've really seen any other player at his level do, which is play like he is, win these games, deal with an injury and also be pretty entertaining while doing it. We're talking with ESPN NFL reporter Diana Russini, who joins us on the Goodyear hotline, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. So we saw Lamar Jackson return to practice with a noticeable gait in his step. I saw a video of him walking across the snowy field during practice in Baltimore. And this Ravens team has a tough stretch, as tough as anybody, to end the season. They've got the Rams at home this weekend and then the Steelers to close things out on January 9th. What is the latest in Baltimore with Jackson's status for Week 17? And if he can't go, can they beat this Rams team with Tyler Huntley, who we expect to be off that COVID list and ready to go? All right, so if you are listening in the car right now, um, when you're parked, you should definitely check out that Lamar Jackson video that Courtney just talked about, which is him limping. And him limping is her being very polite. He's not limping. His, his leg looks broke. It's obviously not. It is not a good – it's a great sign Lamar Jackson's back on the field, but he does not look good out on the field. Greg Roman is running by him, the offensive coordinator, and he looks faster than him. That is not good for this injury situation. John Harbaugh is very hopeful. He's been hopeful for the, since the injury happened in Cleveland that Lamar will come back because Lamar is such a competitor. Looks like we lost Diana there a little bit. Uh, but she, she brought up a good point where the video of Lamar Jackson it's pretty noticeable that something's not right with that leg, that hip, the whole lower region of the body. Um and that makes me wonder, like, can they actually – do they want to field him in this game? It is must win. Like, the, the Ravens are – their playoff hopes hinge on being able to get a win over the Rams. But are you going to throw Lamar Jackson, who is clearly not 100% out there, Amber, against that pass rush when you have Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, et cetera, et cetera, 
Or do you put uh, Tyler Huntley in that situation and hope for success? I mean, the reason I'm laughing is because I'm thinking about what I saw last week and with what Aaron Donald did to the Minnesota Vikings offensive line. That man is not human, and no matter what quarterback you're going to put out there, it's going to be an uphill battle for this Ravens team. Yeah, I think the better question is going to be, can they afford to put Lamar Jackson out there based on how he looked? Let me first tell you, though, about AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free, free, free service. Getting the job done. We like things that are free. Just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. So, yeah, I think that based on that video and like Diana described it, I mean, I don't know if he's extra babying that leg and that ankle because <laughs> and it's cold of the out. injury. I kind of well, run like that out. when it's cold out. Like, I'm like my hunching my shoulders and I'm... I'm not limping, but like, I, you know, that's you're from, something to do with it. You're from up north. I'm glad to hear you say that because like <laughs> I've been in Florida my whole life and I mean, I can't move when it's cold out. Everything gets stiff, especially the older you get. And then with an injury, I can imagine that's even worse. So yes, it's cold out in this video. Uh, and you know, maybe he's not fully warmed up, but I, I, you know, I had an ankle injury myself and there was times where like I would baby it walking on it. Like if it was, if it wasn't necessary for me, even if I could have run on it. So I do wonder because in this video, it's not necessary necessary for him to be like running on it um, by any means. So I do wonder if he's kind of like extra babying it, but really in a game time situation, he could maybe look a little bit looser. However, if this video is indicative of how injured Lamar Jackson still is, then I think the question Courtney becomes, can they afford to have Lamar Jackson under center, which is a bizarre thing to say, but we know that they have a very viable backup there in Tyler Huntley. I think he will have cleared protocols by then. I know there's been a situation there. I mean, that whole Ravens team, there's been a situation with health and safety protocols. I think a lot of those pieces are going to be back. And then, of course, they're playing, like you mentioned, a really good team, even with a fully healthy Lamar Jackson. I think we could have a conversation. Can they get it done against this Rams D? Uh, I do think that you put whoever is healthy under center. I know it's a must win. Uh, mm-hmm. But with Lamar Jackson, like you're hoping he's your quarterback of the future. By the way, like weird little caveat. He hasn't signed with them again like Lamar Jackson's his own agent he's still on his rookie contract that whole conversation's really strange but you're assuming he's the face of the Baltimore Ravens moving forward and because of that you're going to protect your guy you're not going to put him out there in in this in this position if he is seriously injured when you have again a viable backup this is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app Courtney Cronin Amber Wilson sitting in for Greeny on this Thursday morning they didn't have 20 players at practice yesterday, the Baltimore Ravens. Some of Still? that due to injury, some of that due to COVID. And also at this point of the season, nobody's like really, really practicing. Like these are all basically glorified walkthroughs with a little bit more zest to them. So I don't know how much we can look into that. And maybe maybe they're trying to preserve some guys and, and make sure that they keep people isolated because of the COVID situations that are ripping through teams right now and wanting to have guys that are available in a must-win situation. This is the tightest AFC North race that we've seen in 44 years. Like just the, the amount of games that, you know, are, are, you know, divide teams between where the Cincinnati Bengals are at the top of the division to where the Cleveland Browns are, are 
out at this point. I mean, there's really no thought in my mind that they're going to be able to get back into this thing. They had one chance against the Green Bay Packers. So, but the fact that there's like still like this ounce of hope for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that they could somehow back their way into this, and the fact that the Baltimore Ravens have to win out in order to get into the postseason ups the ante. And I just worry that with a Lamar Jackson not being at being able to do the Lamar Jackson-y things that he does, where he's, you know, running around out there, he's the most explosive player on the field. He's had to overcompensate for so many injuries on this offensive side of the ball all season long. There were games where he was down to like his third string receiver because his top two guys were out. So what do you do in this situation where you know that you have to beat this Rams team and a defense that is that as explo- like more explosive than the Green Bay Packers last time that we saw Tyler Huntley out there? They might be the most explosive defense in the league. So do you think that you can get that done with a viable backup who is coming off the COVID-19 reserve list? Or do you just try to roll Lamar Jackson out there and, you know, put him in a situation where he might not be at his best? But it's certainly something to keep an eye on here as the Ravens return to practice again today. Lamar Jackson was listed as a limited participant on Wednesday We'll see if Very he ends limited. up being in that um, in that same. And they're listing him with an ankle injury. It's kind of interesting. He was limping. So and Diana said, like, it looks like his leg is broken. Um, but I think he. But that's what I mean is I think he's kind of favoring that whole like side of his body. Like you mentioned his hip too. You know, it, it looks like in the video like he's favoring that whole side of his body. Which makes me believe that he's kind of babying that ankle some and overcompensating. And of course, all those things are related. You don't want to injure one of the concerns that you always talk about with these sorts of injuries is like okay so your ankle's not right you roll him out there anyways because you're in a must-win situation and then he blows out his knee because he's not you know stepping properly because his ankle's not right like all of these things are connected and that's what you don't want to happen to Lamar Jackson I just think obviously against that pass rush and we're talking about a Ravens O-line that has allowed 49 sacks this season between their three quarterbacks and now they're going up against Donald and we know what that pass rush looks like for the Rams if you have a Lamar Jackson as much as I hate Courtney the conversation like of Lamar you know not being able to throw from the pocket I Mm -hmm. mean Lamar can throw (laughs) Lamar can throw well but uh, when we're talking about him then being only limited to be able to do that against that pass rush that seems really problematic to me I would want the quarterback under center who has the mobility to get outside the pocket because of specifically who they're facing I think in this situation Lamar could hurt their team by the lack of mobility so there's a lot on the line in the AFC North in week 17 the Cincinnati Bengals who are currently the number one team in the division can host they'll host the Chiefs in a potential division clinching game so they win they're able to lock up the AFC North and then that leaves the Ravens in a situation where they're just fighting to try to get a wild card spot along with the Pittsburgh Steelers who are still at least at this point in and doing the same. We know that Ben Roethlisberger could be nearing the very end of his career. ESPN NFL Nation reporter Brooke Pryor reporting that Ben Roethlisberger will not speak in definites, but he says, quote, all signs are pointing that, quote, this could be it, meaning his last game, at least in the regular season, at Heinz Field in Week 17. Roethlisberger also says he's probably not coming out of retirement next year if the Steelers call him, like the report that we heard this morning and yesterday that the Colts reached out to Phillip Rivers this week because Carson Wentz is on the COVID-19 reserve list. We heard it last week with the New Orleans Saints reaching out to Drew Brees with him saying, I'm good in the broadcast booth. I'm not coming out of retirement to win you one game with this depleted team. So 
I mean, I feel like, I mean, this is it for, for Ben Roethlisberger. Like, we knew this. for Before that report came out, what was it, ahead of week 15, Adam Schefter breaks the report on championship Saturday in college football, and that's the big NFL news of the day, that Roethlisberger is nearing the end. Like, I kind of wonder here, with the stretch that they have to end the season, and that they're still trying, like they're not mathematically eliminated, they're one of the 20-plus teams that remain in the NFC and the AFC playoff picture, I'd love to see them send them off this way, but like I know that this Steelers team, let's say they do back their way somehow into a wild card spot. They're out in the first round. They're underachieved all season long. Roethlisberger very much at the at the head of that. Yeah, I mean, this is not a Super Bowl contending Pittsburgh team, and it's not going to be with this version of Big Ben at the helm. So it is what it is. Like, there's only so much you can go out on top if you just don't necessarily have the enough gas left in your tank and the pieces aren't around you where you could afford to have a quarterback without the gas left in his tank. I think it's funny. I smiled when you said that he told Brooke Pryor that, you know, he won't speak in definitives sort of thing, right? Like all signs point this way, but I won't speak in definitives. It's like, why won't any of these guys speak in definitives? Like, why do you think it's just tell us, Ben? Like, we all know it. Do you think it's because he can't let it go? Like, I find it like a lot of football men like really struggle with it. What comes to the end that they're supposed to be these mentally tough people. But when your career is over at 39 years old and you have to retire and you're thinking about you know, the future and all of that. Is it, is it because you're just not ready to face what's next that you go in and give these comments? Because it's, it's obvious he's not coming back next year. I was surprised he came back this year, to be quite honest, Amber, with well, the way that they restructured the contract and then they delayed the inevitable and they set their franchise back. Frankly speaking, a couple years because they didn't address the quarterback position the way that they could have this off season. Maybe they're able to do that and get Aaron Rodgers next year. Who knows? But I was surprised it didn't happen before. So to delay the inevitable even more, just like, I'm with you. Come out and say it, Ben. Come out and give the people what they want. Like, we saw what happened in that Chiefs game last week. It wasn't pretty. Well, and I think that you're right, that when it comes to restructuring and him coming back, and we've done this dance during the last couple off seasons and him coming back, I think that is him having a hard time letting it go. And I know particularly with football, like those those guys' lives have been so football since they were kids, you know, for so, so long. And it's such a structured sport and it takes up so much of your time and you live it and you eat it and you breathe it uh, in the season and leading up to the season that I understand it's hard to gravitate away from that. But with Big Ben now at this point, when we're all watching it, when you had your entire family for the first time ever go to an away game against the Chiefs last weekend, because, hey, it's going to be your last time exactly. and the last like, opportunity for them the, to do Read between the lines. Yeah, it's like we all know. Like, just come out and say this is your last time. And then you get the big send-off. And, and that's what I never understand about these guys. I understand it's probably mentally hard to wrap your head around the fact that, hey, my career is done when it's something you love so much and have invested so much but at the same time like 39 is old to retire in the NFL what's the average NFL career three and a half or something you know so Mm -hmm. so at 39 like you've you've had a long time to prepare yourself for this and like obviously you've set it up that way with your family and everything so like just tell us man just tell Aaron just tell us you're staying in Green Bay Big Ben just tell us you're retiring come on Amber Amber just wants Amber just wants you to be upfront with us like we're going into 2022 manifesting honesty in the NFL among these football men who just can't let it go. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers have the Cleveland Browns. 
in week 17. That's the Monday night football game, 8.15 p.m. kickoff time in Pittsburgh. And then they close things out against the Ravens, who are at this point still alive trying to fight for their playoff spot, whether it'll be Lamar Jackson, whether it'll be Tyler Huntley under center. We will find out coming up soon. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How cool is this? Bob Stoops in Oklahoma reuniting once again with Stoops on the sideline. They were winners in the Alamo Bowl. A 47-32 win over number 14 Oregon on Wednesday night. He was called out of retirement. He was on a golf course. To coach in this bowl game after the abrupt departure of Lincoln Riley for USC, and Stoops said, sure, why not? And he was back on the sidelines for the Sooners, and he led them to a win. Awesome story. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on ESPN Plus, Courtney Cronin, Amber Wilson, sitting in here for Greeny. The college football playoff is here. Tune in on Friday for the college football semifinals, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, followed by the Capital One Orange Bowl. Coverage begins at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. So we know in the last couple days that the New Orleans Saints reached out to Drew Brees, who is a retired NFL quarterback, said, hey, come back here, help us win a game. He said, no, I'm good. Thank you. We find out that Philip Rivers was reached out to by the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz is currently on the COVID-19 reserve list. The Colts are trying to lock up a playoff spot. Philip Rivers coaching high school ball down in Alabama. He said, no, I'm good. Thank you. Bob Stoops hasn't coached in a number of years. We know him from his glory days at Alabama when they were running through the Big 12. And he answers the call on a golf course, no less, Amber, and says, absolutely, I'll be there. I will save the program. And honestly, I think that's what he did. Like, no hyperbole hyperbole extended in that statement, considering the state that Oklahoma football was in when Lincoln Riley just bolted ahead of this bowl game. 
It's funny because I guess Bob Stoops has had a lot more time to play golf than Drew Brees or Philip Rivers, right? Because didn't <laughs> Drew Brees actually tweet them back or, or text them back a picture when he asked them if, if if he would come back or whatever, or play for them? He texted a picture to the Saints of him it's a good on way the golf to let, course. Let you know, like I'm good. Thank yeah, you, but like I'm I, good. like I'm busy, guys. I'm playing golf in like Hawaii or wherever you know, wherever Drew Brees uh, gets to play his golf now and enjoy his life. And I'm guessing Philip Rivers was probably uh, doing much of the same. And so Bob Stoops was as well. But Bob Stoops has been retired longer. He's had some more time here to play golf. He said, "Sure, I'll come back. Why not?" Coach against another team uh, that's missing their coach, and so two programs who needed it. I actually loved this uh, because Bob Stoops is beloved there. So you know, it's like a fun thing to do for a bowl that you know otherwise may be disappointing because your team's not in the position that you thought where you thought maybe you'd be contending for a playoff and then obviously you lose Lincoln Riley on top of that so I think that this is a really fun thing to do for the program I saw I'm a Gator I saw a Gator fan um, tweet out wondering why they didn't do that take this approach with the Gasparilla Bowl why not just go down the hall Strickland could have gone down the hall and asked Steve Spurrier who's an ambassador for the football program hey you want to come back for the bowl game and coach in the bowl game since we don't have a coach right now because obviously they got rid of Mullen down there I I, I want to see more of this it worked out really well for Bob Stoops he gets to add to his record after a hiatus here since what 2016 I think was the last time he yep. was coaching and then he gets to go back and enjoy some golf I like it like you get to come out of retirement you win a trophy and I thought it was really cool there at the end of the game in San Antonio when the fans were chanting OU and he was kind of getting choked up on the sideline and by the way like I looked at him on the sideline and I was like how old do you think Bob Stoops is and just like was you know I was like ah 40 48 49 whatever I thought he retired really early he's 61 years old Like, I was not expecting that whatsoever. So I thought, well, hey, maybe he does have a little bit more coaching in him beyond doing, you know, the analyst work that he does on on Saturdays on Fox. But I don't know if this was just an itch he wanted to scratch or that he really – I mean, he loves the Oklahoma football program. That for him was, I think, a sense of pride in being able to come in after Lincoln Riley, you know, 11th hour this thing and, and left before the bowl game. And you're wondering about recruiting. You're wondering about the early signing period and getting ready for this game. And he leads them to a win over Oregon. And I just thought it was awesome. Like, that to me was a terrific moment for Bob Stoops in his tenure. And, you know, kind of, you know, people are going to, people already see him in a great light. He's a really good dude. But this coming in to rescue the program when they needed it most, I think will uh, set him up for, uh, for the next opportunity, whatever it, it would be, if it's in coaching or not. Well, and maybe he looks younger than his age because he's been playing golf. So I don't know if that keeps up if he goes back to football. Nick Saban's the only coach I can think of that doesn't age somehow in the college football world because of all the stress that he must be under. But there, there's Nick Saban at 70, not looking at all 70 years old. So I, he's got some magic going on. Uh, that sport tends to age people because of the hours, because of the stress, Courtney. So maybe Bob might want to rethink it before he comes back for good. But this was fun to see him get the opportunity to do this. He said that it was fun more than anything that he appreciated that he was able to connect to the younger players in this program. He wasn't sure if he was going to be able to do that, but he did a 47-32 win for the Sooners over number 14 Oregon in the Valero Alamo Bowl on Wednesday night. Straight ahead, despite the vote of confidence, could the Giants still move on from Joe Judge this offseason? We'll get into that next here. Greeny, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.